Hey, so from South Africa's news and information leader, let's talk about uh, a few South African heroes at the moment. Yes, indeed. The Blitzbox, uh, they didn't win. They finished third in the uh, bronze medal position at the Cape Town Sevens this weekend after they beat Canada in the uh, tens bronze medal match after losing to New Zealand in the semi-finals. But they remain second overall in the standings and they remain the defending champions of the HSBC Sevens series. And what a big year it is indeed for the Sevens team. Delighted to welcome on the line uh, the coach of the Blitzbox, Neil Powell. Neil, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, and uh, thanks for having me. Now, the problem is, um, you know, you set the bar so high that third just doesn't fit well. What happened in Cape Town? Yeah, to be honest, I think we, we didn't perform well on the field and um, we, we had to win when the Cape Town tournament if we play like that. I think um, very, very individualized where guys were trying, like, uh, yeah, and one guy there, but not as a team. And I think that was basically the message from the start of this, this tournament is that we, we need to get a team and we need to get together as a team and play as a team. I think, um, especially in the sense, I felt like we didn't look after our defensive system well enough. Um, obviously, there's, there's certain guys need to implement on the field and we just weren't good enough in, in implementing those roles and, and obviously the results shows we get third. Yeah, I mean, look, is there a pressure of, of, of playing at home? In fact, is, is that sort of pressure perhaps counterproductive uh, playing at home? Um, well, we try to see it as a positive. I think um, obviously amazing vibe at the stadium and the people that have to support us and we try to turn that so, so to call pressure into something positive and something that motivates us to go into go out into the field and and, and to play well. But um, yeah, I think obviously there will always be a bit of pressure uh, to play on tournament. But um, like I said, we try to turn it positive and we only get what that uh, one opportunity per year to play in front of our home crowd. So yeah, but disappointed that we couldn't go all the way and um, this year. Yeah, fair enough. But I mean, look, there, there are a lot of positives to take out of the tournament, I suppose. But how, how did you feel, particularly after that sensational comeback against uh, Fiji in the quarterfinals? I mean, were you were you full of hope at the potential at coming back from 25 down, uh, 21-5 down, or, or was it a case of disappointment that they had let themselves get 25 down as players? I think how um, often Chad was um, just hang on to your ball. We know that if you hang on to ball position, that, um, that you can punish the Fijian players. I think they're not as good as the other teams. So, um, and they just played off our mistakes in the first half. I think um, one intercept pass or one ball at the end of ground, and they picked it up and that's their game. They, they want the game to get loose. So, we tried to force them into structure, and we, and we didn't do that well in the first half. But um, the message by the half-time is, boys, just hang on to the ball position, and um, you will beat them. And the guys get their composure well to and that came around in the second half. Just looking for, you know, ahead a little. I mean, you're second overall in the standings by two points to New Zealand. Uh, you beat them in the final of uh, Dubai, of course, to, to get off to a victorious start in the uh, sevens leg. But, I mean, you've got a bit of a break now until January when you head to Australia. What do you do now? Well, um, we'll still get the guys to almost just um, a little bit. So we'll, we'll be still in tomorrow and Wednesday, do a bit of recovery, do a bit of gym work. Um, and then we'll finish with the India function when evening. And then the guys will have off. Obviously, they will get their German conditioning program that they must take with them after the December holiday. But um, they will then be off to until the 3rd of January when we come back together and start preparations for for Sydney and Hamilton. We we fly out again. I think it's 21st of January. So. Probably about two and a half weeks of preparation before we release for those two tournaments. Neil, obviously very difficult getting to the top, but you've got to the top in spectacular fashion. But I, I suppose it's arguably more, more difficult to stay there. How have you approached this season based on the success of last season? Yeah, I think it's, it's obviously a, a big mental challenge for us. I think more than a physical challenge, we've got the same talent as uh, what we had last year and the same 
Um, and I think it's definitely going to be more of a mental challenge for us. So we, we do have a sport that college working with us and, and making sure that we, we get, go into tournaments uh, with in, in the right uh, mental space and the right, right mental frame. Um, so, but I think, yes, it is a bit of a setback, this captured one. But if you look at the overall two, two weekends, uh, we played 12 games. We only lost one, one of those games yeah. and, and won 11. So not a, not a bad outcome if you look at, at the results. But I think, um, it's always for us about the performance and the effort and, and we know that people the performance we put in. Yeah, I think I think the other great thing is, uh, and, and what, what shows there's still plenty of potential, is the fact that it hasn't looked like you've really hit top gear at the moment, uh, and that there's just so much potential left in the side that's capable of producing, as you say, 11 wins out of 12. But is there, is is that something you're looking forward to when you consider that this year or this season there are additional matches that you'll be going to win or additional tournaments like the Commonwealth Games in Australia in April and like the World Cup in San Francisco in June? Yeah, I think, to be honest, I think if we slightly out of form or not peaking, I'm not too worried. As long as we peak when we get to those Commonwealth yes. Games and, and, and World Cups, I think it's a, it's a once-off tournament. Uh, you will only get one opportunity to, to be successful with, with the World Series. If you don't do well this tournament, you still get opportunity. Um, the next tournament again, so I think we'll be happy if the guys get their form when we, when we get to Commonwealth Games and World Cup um, later in the year. I just have to ask you about one of uh, the, the, the sort of bugbears for me last season is the fact that you managed to win the series by doing it with virtually a second string line. I don't want to call them second stringers, but you, you had a lot of fringe players coming into the, the lineup overall, and you know you're going to have injury problems throughout the season, and you know you've got players like Quaja Smith and, and uh, Sebele Sanatla who are going to be released for Super Rugby. I mean, is it disruptive to your plans, or is it actually easier knowing in advance? Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely making it easier if we... They're only going to have those guys for the first four. I think those, those injuries at, at the tournament is obviously a bit of a surprise um, and um, something that you need to plan for as it happens. But uh, I think that's, you, know, you can look at it either seeing it as a, as a negative when the guys leave to play super active or there's an opportunity to, to bring new, a new generation of sevens players and get, and get them playing opportunity. I think if, you, if you've got a player of the caliber of Kwaha and Sebele and your team, you will always select them and, and not really select a young guy to give them an opportunity. So the fact that they leave after four tournaments and play super rugby um, creates opportunities for, for other players to, to be developed as well. And, and that's also goals for the season we still need to develop some some new youngsters um give them game time and see if they can make it especially uh, that level on the world series yeah i must say your your structure and system seems to be working brilliantly because it, it seems seamless the way the guys like agaba and so and uh, dylan sage and that last season managed to just step up into the place of these guys and it almost seemed as if you weren't missing players who were genuinely special i mean on the point of special sanatla the quickest ever to 200 uh, tries in the in the tournament now i mean i know this is a team sport and i'm one of the people that don't like individual awards for for team sports but how special is he as a player yeah no listen he is <laughs> He's an amazing player, and he almost put like four or five tries from nothing for you in a tournament. So you can almost bank on that four or five tries per tournament that he just created because of his, uh, his ability and his, in his, in his pace. Um, but an unbelievable guy off the field as well, and he'll be the first guy that will go in and have this award for the team, and that's not an individual thing because I can't do it without the guys. So, 
phenomenal player, not just on the field, but a great guy off the field as well. A little bit like his coach, Neil Powell, who I remember playing in years gone by. Man, you guys used to tear it up on the seventh circuit as well in years gone by. But listen, Neil Powell, time against us. It's been great to chat to you again. It's been a while since I've watched you play, although I see highlights of you training with the guys every now and then, getting involved, putting in a few runs and passes. But listen, hard luck on the Cape Town results, but certainly I still think you guys are well set to uh, to go on and claim this series win, but have a good festive season and uh, and everything of the best in Australia next year. Thank you very much, Glenn. Fun to you, and uh, thank you for having me on the show. Wonderful. Watch EFC Live this Saturday. South Africa's Brendan Lazar versus Ibrahim Amane from France in the fighter finale. Coaches and champions Demart Pena and Ishad Syed fight in the ultimate rematch. Plus, heavyweight champion Andrew Fonseo clashes with the giant from America, Jared Vandera. EFC. This Saturday at Times Square, Menland, Pretoria. Watch it live on SABC3 at 9 p.m. Brought to you by SABC Sport. SAFM Sports Wrap. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk cricket now. The uh, Multiply Titans, uh, they might have lost by a rather hefty 89 runs to the Dolphins in Durban yesterday, but the Titans have uh, already uh, secured a home semi-final, of course. Uh, they've been the most dominant team in the tournament so far by uh, some margin in the Rams Slam T20. But let's catch up with the recently returned star, Chris Morris, part of the Titans lineup. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining us. Good evening. No problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, before we talk about any of the cricket uh, team-wise, I mean, it's, it's great to have you back. I know you haven't played since July against England. Uh, how do you feel you're getting along? Yeah, very happy to be back. Um, you know, it was obviously quite a long time out of the game. But, um, yeah, look, it was, it, was, it was very good to be back, good to be hitting my straps. And, yeah, slight changes in my, in my bowling action, which is always, which is always challenging. But, um, yeah, just happy to be back in the fold, happy to be back playing for the Titans, and you know, happy to be performing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a little bit of a steady uh, progress, I suppose. Uh, I'm not going to say you've bowled a couple of looseners, but you've bowled a couple of looseners coming back. Um, but, you know, in terms of the results as well, coming back in the tail end of this Ram Slam, has it been easier or, or, or more difficult to sort of slot into a, t- a, a team where Boucher is resting some of the, the sort of key performers, as it were, from the from the initial part of the season where you were doing so well? Yeah, look, I mean, it, 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 it was quite, I think it was quite easy to slot in. Obviously, I saw the market been working closely since my since I've been fit to play again and um you know he's obviously been very supportive in, in me coming back. You know, he's been very open and honest about my position in the team and you know, it's, it's been really, really very cool just to be back part of the part of the franchise again, you know. Um but obviously resting resting the players and rotating the players and stuff. It's uh, we've all got our own roles in the squad and in the team and you know, it's it's like I said before, Bart is quite open and honest about what you're gonna do what your role is in the team and the squad. So it's been really good. And, yeah, just it's like I say, it's just really fun to be back on the park again. I'm sure. And I'm sure, you know, it's it's a rare thing as well for national team players to, to get a real opportunity to spend significant time with their franchises, I suppose. I mean, from that perspective, how much are you enjoying being part of this Ram Slam T20 series? Yeah, it's, it's been really cool. I mean, I love playing for the Titans, you know. There's a reason why I'm back from, back from Joburg. It's just because I, I really love the team, you know. I, I like to think I've got a, a, there's a legacy left behind for my dad playing for Northern Transvaal. So, for me, it's, it's, it's quite a nice, nice, nice thing playing for the Titans. I like putting on the light blues. I like playing at Centurion Park, so, or Supersport Park. So, you know, for me, it, it's really easy to get up and, and, and there's a real pride to play for the Titans. So, for me, it's, it's, for me, it's quite easy. But look, as, as, as international players, you know, it, 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 it's really cool that we can, 
you know, come back and play domestic cricket because it's, you know, first of all, obviously bring crowds into to, to Superstore Park and but just the quality of the cricket obviously is going to it's going to lift naturally with but all the international players playing. So it's, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been challenging, but it's been a lot of fun and you know it's a nice to sharpen up just before big series. Yeah, I tell you, talking about uh, sharp and then the quality of the players the Titans have, it's it's virtually an international lineup that uh, that you're fielding at the moment, which is wonderful to watch when you when you're playing and hitting your straps. Couple of losses towards the end of this uh, pool phase for for uh, the, the Titans, but overall you are the dominant team. Heading into the semi-finals, do you, do you guys feel any pressure of, of, of maintaining a tournament or that sort of uh, uh, level of performances for a tournament you've won for the last two seasons? I think there's always pressure. I mean, a game of cricket's never easy. You know, it's, it, it surprises you every day and it, it challenges you every day in a different way. So, you know, it's, 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 we, can't, we can't relax and just rely on our laurels and say, oh, we've had good cricket this whole season, so we automatically win the semis. You know, momentum Momentum in this game of cricket is an unbelievable thing, especially in T20s. And the Warriors have got momentum with them now. They needed to win mm-hmm. three out of three to get into the semi-finals, and that's exactly what they've done. So they've got a lot of momentum with them. We've lost the last two games, and you know we're obviously going to have to to be to be at our best to beat them because they're such a dangerous side. So you know it's it's, it's we're never going to be relaxed into it, and we're never going to just like I say, rely on us. We're going to come out there firing on Wednesday, hopefully, and hopefully to pull off the victory. Yeah, I suppose you're right. I mean, you can't take anything for granted in cricket, especially in the shortened format of the game. But uh, you did have two very big wins over the Warriors in the pool phase, so so I suppose there there must be some confidence. But I mean, they do have a couple of really dangerous individuals though that can take the game away from from any team, and uh, I suppose Colin Ingram must be right up there on that list. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Colin's a, a, a class player. You know, he's been doing it for season and season in and out of, of England, in and out for the, for, for the Warriors. So, you know, as an experienced player, he's a ball of mile and he's, he's, he's really, really, really just a good player that we've got to watch out for. But I mean, they've got a lot of match winners in their, in their squad that we've got to worry about. But yeah, look, we'll take, we'll take the confidence coming out of the two victories that we've got over them during the group stages. Last year, both year, both white ball finals we played against the Warriors at Centurion and we beat them. So, mm. you know, we'll take a lot of confidence out of that. But like you say, you you can never relax in this game of T20. Anything can happen on the day. Yeah, how was that uh, final? I mean, the, the, <laughs> I think the T20 final was one where you uh, where you, you, you nearly lost it, I suppose, last season. That said, um, talking about this this tournament overall, um, uh, Chris, one of the great things about it is it's, it's, it's seen players like Dale Stain, like like Vernon Fernandez, like you, amongst many players that return from injury. How significant do you think this has been, given the national team's upcoming uh, series against uh, against India, most notably? I think it's very important. You know, we've got to, you know, coming back from injury, you can't just, it's just because you've been injured, you can't just walk into a side, it doesn't matter who you are. You know, you've got to prove your fitness, and you've got to prove your quality, and you've got to prove why you deserve to be back in the pro to set up. You know, that's the way I'm looking at it, and I know certainly Dale looks like it, but Dale looks at it that way too, so... You know, it's, it's very, very important for us to, to, to put in the good performances for our franchise. Otherwise, you know, why are we even playing cricket? We're not going to get selected if you're not playing well. So it's very, very important. Um, you know, and like I said, we've got quite a lot of pride playing for the past. And, then, you know, if we're playing well and we're performing at our best and hitting our straps, we should be winning trophies. And that's what we're, our aim is. Yeah, I think you're uh, well set to go on and uh, challenge at least for a place in the final here in this uh, Ramps Lamp T20. But, uh, Chris, I've got to ask you, I think some people regard you as an all-rounder. Uh, some people regard you as a, as, a, as a bowler. But, I mean, having watched you... You know, pitch side, smash a cricket ball out of numerous parks all around uh, South Africa. I mean, you hit the ball uh, like some of the best batsmen in the world. How do you regard yourself? And, and you know, where, where's your area of focus when it comes to training? 
I like to think I'm a bowler that likes to play golf. So when I see a ball, I want to hit it. No, no I'm just joking. No, look, I mean, it's obviously, I'm, I'm more of a bowling all-rounder than, than anything. I'm, you know, as soon as I move to the Titans, I got challenged straight away. So why aren't you batting more? And why aren't you doing better with a bat? So, you know, that that already was a, was just showed me that the move to the Titans was a good one. But, yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I want to play that all-rounder role. I mean, it'll, it'll be... You'll be taken, can't be taken seriously if you say you want to be the next Shark Callis because there'll never be another Shark Callis, unfortunately, because he was the greatest of all time, in my opinion. So, yeah, look, I mean, you've got different roles in, in different teams. You know? The reality is I'm a voting all-rounder that I can really work hard on my batting and, you know, I'll never be a top-order batter, but I can surely hold the bat at the bottom order and, and score some runs and, you know, score some important runs. You know, my, my batting, I'll never, never take for granted. I'd, Especially when it comes to the one, the one dash formats, I like batting long, I like hitting balls for six, and I like scoring runs for my team. So, yeah, you know, I, I never not, I never stop working on my batting, and um, you know, like I say, it's on El Nabi's job, kind of, but I'll try my best to to contribute where I can. Yeah, I've seen uh, many a nine iron over long on there, uh, or long off from your <laughs> from your bats as well. But look, uh, just briefly on the on the India series, I mean, uh, it, it's going to be a clash of the world's top two test nations in January, starting in January at least. I mean, how much are you relishing that series, given the fact that you are likely to play? Yeah, look, I mean, it's a, it's a really exciting period. You know, it's, it's daunting, but it's exciting at the same time. But India coming to South Africa, that you know, they're in some serious form at the moment. You know, they're, they're beating anyone who's coming on against them with test cricket especially in India. So, you know, it, it's an exciting, exciting time. But, um, yeah, really seeing the, just, just really seeing the opportunity to maybe play against them is quite nice. I think that that's a better way to say. You know, it's just, obviously, the team hasn't been selected yet, and, you know, I, we don't know which way they're going to go in terms of the selection. So, but like I said, I'm just looking forward to the opportunity, looking forward to the journey. Um, but the main thing is, is, is just to be happy to play in South Africa again. It's, it's why I play cricket and why I want to play cricket. This is because I want to play for my country. And, you know, it's going to be a really, really tough series against India if I'm selected. Chris Morris, to watch you uh, play is always delightful. And I certainly wish you everything the best in the uh, semi-final and uh, perhaps in the final as well in the Ramsland T20. And good luck as well with the, uh, with the India series. I'm sure you'll get a call up. Perfect. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. SAFM Sports Wrap. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader from the Titans. We go now to the Warriors. Yes, the Warriors beating the Cape Cobras by 18 runs in East London yesterday, securing a place in the Ram Slam T20 semis. Uh, on the line, a Warriors stalwart and genuinely one of the crispest ball strikers I've ever had the pleasure of watching. Delighted to welcome on the line Colin Ingram. Thanks for joining us. Good evening. Oh, thanks very much for having me. Uh, pleasure to be on your show. Uh, I, I've got to just say, uh, Chris Morris had a couple of really flattering words about how uh, cleanly you strike a, uh, a cricket ball. And, uh, I mean, when you look at it, though, I mean, it's it's nice, I suppose, to hear about how how good your cricket is from from your peers. But uh, you know, how, how much does that come down to not only experience in South Africa, but experience for the national team, experience in England as well? Is it with uh, Glamorgan? Yeah, most definitely. I've been very fortunate that I've had uh, a really good couple of years. I think um, uh, you know, going overseas, I, I could really expand my game, and uh, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed those opportunities. Um, I think uh, after playing a couple of years in the national side and. You know, being exposed to sort of that level um, you know, really showed me that uh, you know, I needed to put a little bit more work in and, and uh, sort of take my game up a notch. So, um, 
Yeah, I'm really fortunate. It's gone. Uh, it's gone well over the last couple of years, and um, yeah, hopefully I can just keep it going. Yeah, well, uh, at, the, at the moment it looks like you guys are uh, on a bit of a run because, uh, despite a couple of heavy losses in the earlier stages of the pool phase, you needed to win three out of three to make the uh, play, uh, playoff stages, the semi-finals, and of course you won three out of three to to make the uh, the playoff stages. I mean, that must have been an enormous relief. But you guys, as a team, must have uh, a fair amount of momentum uh, coming into the semi-finals. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, we just didn't quite click. Uh, Started the tournament, and uh, you know, the, the sort of fast and serious pace of, of T20 cricket these days, um, you know, we couldn't really find our groove. And uh, the last couple of weeks definitely brought up the best of us. Uh, sort of found our, uh, our sort of true warrior spirit again, and you know, the guys have uh, got smiles on their faces and, and uh, have been putting in big performances, like you said. So um, I think we're in the best position we could be right now, sort of uh, in terms of form and, and, and timing our run into into the latter stages. Well, I mean, you know, last uh, last season, I think it was, you made uh, you made the short format uh, finals, both formats, and uh, didn't go on to win either of them. So, do you find there's a little extra hunger and motivation to go on and take that further step this season? Oh, most definitely. Um, you know, last season we had a bit disappointed to sort of uh, done all the hard work and uh, and just not get over the line in, in, in finals. So, um, you know, in saying that, um, you know, we've got a wonderful opportunity now. In, in uh, you know, you win two games and you hold the trophy. So. Um, our guys are really in a good space, and uh, you know the last couple of games has just shown what we can do when we put it together. So um, I hope you for that woman some winter. So you don't read anything necessarily then into the the fact that you were handed two heavy defeats by the Titans already this season, being up against them in the uh, the semi final, or, or do you feel there is still something you need to do differently? Um, obviously they've got some really big players, and uh, you know we ran into them in in, in two games, but. Um, you know, in saying that, it's a side that we've played well against in, in the past. And, um, you know, it's a venue we really like playing at as, as a Warriors group. We've, we've chased some big totals there, uh, you know, over, over the last sort of three seasons. So, um, you know, hopefully we can, uh, you know, put sort of this season's performances behind us against the Titans. And, uh, you know, like, in a good space. And um, I feel we're in the best position to, to get a win um, you know, over, over, over a big team like them. Uh, so I feel we're in the best position to do that right now, so uh, it's, it's, it's great news for us. Why do you touch briefly, of course, on your on your own game and uh, and how much the last couple of seasons have been good for you? I mean, uh, you had a good crisp 41 yesterday with the bat. You took two for 18. I'm not going to say the word pie chuckers, not at all. I won't say that. Um, but <laughs> but you, 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 I mean, you helped the side to the. Uh, they were catches on the boundary rope. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I mean, you must be pleased with your own performance at the moment. And and, and the game I watched you play, you took uh, the Lions for 89 last month. A very entertaining knock, uh, of course. But I mean, in terms of your batting, uh, Colin, where do you feel you are right now? Yeah, I feel I'm just, uh, just, uh, you know, I, I didn't spend as much time in the middle uh, in a couple of innings as uh, a few weeks back. But um, the, the last couple of days has just really gone well. Um, I sort of feel I've found my groove again, and um, you know, it's always nice to be contributing with the ball. It's something I've worked uh, really hard on over the last sort of three years, and um, oh, it's great. <laughs> it's great to be contributing. I think leg spins, uh, it's a tricky art, and uh, you know, you can ball hit by full toss and you hit at the ground, but. Um, <laughs> can also bowl some really good deliveries. So, uh, you know, I thoroughly enjoy that part of my game and um, you know, hopefully I can uh, get a couple of big polls uh, on Wednesday. You were bowling really well y- yesterday. I wasn't saying anything about uh, about your bowling. And it is. Oh, people are nasty to us, Lex, and don't you worry. We, we definitely do go for the most sixes in, in uh, the stat in T20 cricket. So, uh, you know, I am aware of that. But uh, it's always a great challenge. And, uh, you know, the, oh, I love being able to bowl different variations uh, and uh, and that sort of thing. So, um so it's nice when it goes well. 
Well, it's clear you have a good sense of humour, which is uh, which is which is always critical for uh, for uh, a cricketer. But you know, talking about sense of humour, ra- rain is a is a blessing in many parts of the country right now. But as a sportsman. Does it get frustrating registering no results or having matches abandoned or having even, uh, you know, 10 over shootouts in an already shortened version of already shortened format? Yeah, it can be, I suppose, but um, I think maybe uh, three years playing in the UK and uh, <laughs> yes. you, you get used to the hard raindrops. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I say, you, you, um, you want to play in big games and you want to get out there and you want to show what you can do. And, uh, you know, if the rain does come down, it can be frustrating, but um, it's sort of out of your control and and uh, we definitely know around the country that everyone needs rain. Uh, I come from a farming background, and uh, you know, if I, if I had to curse against rain, I'd probably be shot on the way home. So um, it's uh, it's one of those things that you just got to deal with. And uh, I'm certainly hoping it doesn't rain on Wednesday because it'd be great to get out there again. Colin, on a on a slightly different note, I mean, uh, the you know, Ram Slam is always uh, innovative, and certainly for the crowd, it makes it interesting. Particularly with the one-handed catches and things like that, those little innovations. But what do you make of of, of things like the double headers at certain venues? Is it good for the game? Is it good for you as players? I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it's good for the game. Uh, I mean, over sort of three three or four seasons, they've been really well supported. Um, you know, I feel that uh, you know, the crowd get good good uh, sort of. Uh, Almost, uh, uh, I don't know how you say, but a festive vibe uh, with, with the double hitters. Um, I know we had one in PE uh, last week, and, and it really went well, and uh, you know it was really well supported. So, you know, I personally quite like it. It's a bit different, and uh, you know you bump into a whole bunch of different players, and uh, on on the day, and uh, we even out of the change room, and it's just got a different feel to it. But um, I definitely feel it has worked in South Africa. Well, Colin, listen, uh, time against us, unfortunately, but uh, thank you so much for your time this evening. Best of luck against the uh, Titans in the semi-final, and certainly if you progress in the final as well. Yeah, thanks very much. Thanks for having me on your show. SAFM Sports Wrap. That's where we leave it. Stick around for now, Lady Malo. She's up next from the team tonight. Good night. It's 7 o'clock.